exciting episode of Legends of the Dark, where tangents are a way of life. <laughs> that is true. My name is my name is Jay, and I'm Leslie. How are you today, Leslie? Not bad. It's all creepy outside. It's rainy. I don't know if it's rainy where you are, but it's actually raining over here, a little sprinkling. But it's all dark and gray, and made a cup of tea, and it's a perfect day to stay in. Why you little strumpet? You stole our brain. My demand is back. <laughs> it, you know what's funny? We live in the same town, but because of the distance, it is funny where I'm like, oh my gosh, can you believe this storm out here? And you're like, it's shining over here. <laughs> or vice versa. Or well, no, like, it was like, um, I forget, it was, I, I think it was the last, the last time we recorded, and you were like, oh, it's hailing over here. And I'm like... <laughs> It did. It held. It held over here, and I was worried because my mother-in-law was out shopping, and she's like, "Oh no, it was already done," because she was on the other side of town. So yeah, weather. Donuts. What are donuts? <laughs> Simpsons. I know that one. Oh, it's raining again. So if I plan this correctly, we're in the new year, but right now it's just before Christmas. How's the holidays uh, treating you so far, Jay? Going too quickly. That's that's what it is. Like the second Halloween is over, it's like you're already in January. Yeah, it's one of those. It feels like a roller coaster, and the whole year we've been creeping up, and now we're coming down, and we have all these twists and turns. That 2020, that's known as 2020. But hopefully, but hopefully by the time everybody is listening to this, the dumpster fire that is 2020 has been hosed down a bit. This should come out the first week of uh, January. So happy 2021, everyone. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else because it seems like every time we talk on this podcast about the future, starting in March when I was like, I'm so excited because this year I'm going to travel to all these haunted places. <laughs> a week later, we were shut down. <laughs> To say nothing of, like, the pod people that are supposed to be coming. I mean. <laughs> don't, don't jinx us. Okay, you're going first tonight. Since I'm going first, you lucky listeners, you. Today, the word for today is haunted paintings. I think those are two words. Shut up, Leslie. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while on here. I know. It's, it's almost... Thanks for setting that up. Yeah, no problem. That's what I'm here for. As I said, we're going, we're going to be, I'm going to talk about a couple of, I have a couple of these. So this is like a broad topic. Uh, there's a lot of different ones out there, but I picked two that kind of stood out for me. You've heard of at least one of them, I think. Yeah, I've heard of one of them because so listeners, we were, since we're still, California still now shelter in place, um, back to shelter in place from when we were, when we we're recording this, we're still, you know, zoom in. And recording this, but it's funny because we'll trade what our story pictures are. And one I've heard, I was like, oh yeah, I know that one. Oh, the second one, never heard of it. Saw the picture, was like, well, I'm done. Like, I don't even know if uh, I want you to tell me all, the story. All, to all of you listening out there, while I'm talking about this, I want you to pull up pictures of these paintings so you can get the full feel. Well, and I'll probably put them on Instagram when we uh, publish this podcast, this episode. There you go. Either way. First one we're talking about today is called The Hands Resist Him. For the listeners, if you haven't seen the picture, if you follow Twitter, I, I don't have a Twitter account. We don't have a Twitter account, but this has been really famous for the last couple of years is that Dear David, where the guy was saying that he was being haunted by a kid in his apartment. I think it was in New York. I don't really know much about it. I kind of follow it through Nuke's 
um, top five and he does stories on them. But the kid in the painting looks like the deer David. Like this huge forehead and everything. Ugh, so creepy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty creepy pain. So basically for, you know, if people who aren't interested in looking at the picture or whatever, uh, just kind of a brief description is the painting is of a young boy standing next to a, a female doll. Uh, with hollow eyes and a sad, downturned mouth. Sad doll. The doll is holding a some kind of strange, uh, like a device or something that has wires coming out of it. It's kind of not really clear what the what the hell this thing is that she's holding on to. Yeah, it wasn't clear in the picture I saw. Behind the boy and the doll, there's a bunch of disembodied hands reaching toward the boy with that through the glass panels of the door just behind him. So it's it just adds to the creep factor of this painting that they've got like a bunch of little hands like all over the place. Like, Burr. yeah, <laughs> just just thinking about it. So this painting was painted by artist William Stoneham in 1972 and was put on display at the Fine Garden gallery on in beverly hills california in 1974 during the time it was shown at that gallery it was reviewed by art critic uh for the for the los angeles times henry seldis and purchased by actor john marley who for those of you who don't know was the one who famously woke up to a severed horse head at the foot of his bed in the godfather movie oh i did not know that that's actually kind of cool it is very cool and so a few years after the painting was sold to, to John Marley, 1978, the art critic Henry Seldes died. This is only this is only four. Well, like I said, it was put on display in 1974, and like four years later, the art critic died. Then the gallery owner uh, Charles Feingarten died in 1981, and finally in 1984, John Marley himself died. Within that time frame, we had the person who reviewed the painting, the person who owned the gallery the painting was being shown at, and the actor who purchased the painting. Dead. That's, dead, dead. That's, that's creepy. I mean, that's a lot of people with the painting, but I mean, I guess coincidences can happen. True. Being they could have had health issues prior to that and all that stuff, but, you know, it kind of just adds to the... Mystery of the painting. Mystery, exactly. So at this point, the painting disappeared didn't surface again until uh, the year 2000 in a bizarre posting on eBay in which the new owners were trying to sell the painting because it was haunted. And and we're sure it's the one that it wasn't a reprint. It's actually the actual one that was sold. According to the post, it was the actual painting. The owners claimed that the boy and the doll in the picture would fight with each other during the night, which terrified the living hell out of their four-year-old daughter is terrifying me right now just thinking about it so the owners also they set up uh, motion sensing cameras in in their living room for three nights and they claimed that these motion sensing motion sensing cameras captured the boy in the picture leaving the frame and coming into the living room but there's no footage of it None that was none that I was able to find. So this is you could take that with a grain of salt. It might just be a selling point for the uh, for the people trying to pawn off the painting. The owners they warned buyers not to bid on this item on this painting if they were faint of heart or unfamiliar with supernatural events. Now to 
that could either be like a legitimate warning or it could just be like, you know, a publicity stunt trying to be like, okay, oh, it's creepy and haunted, you know, and hype it up. Yeah, hype it up. But you never really know. More than 30,000 people visited the auction page. Many reported that just looking at the painting made them feel ill or upset. I'm not going to lie. Like, after I saw it, I was like, well, let me just go ahead and delete that and exit out of this and race that cookie. Like, I did not really, like, it was kind of creepy where. <laughs> and let me throw my phone in the garbage disposal and. That's it. There we go. Never speak of it again. Done. No, it is kind of weird. And I'm not looking forward to posting the Instagram about it because usually I put some photos up that either I've taken or that is on Wikipedia and stuff of about the episodes and if i can't find anything that's that's um copyright free like you know if i do like a phone episode i'll just get like a picture of a phone i'm not really looking forward to putting this photo up on our instagram because it is it's it's not that it's creepy in a sense that's scary it's just something off-putting with it and i can't really put my finger on what's off-putting but oh, it, it is in in leslie's own words it's unsettling yes <laughs> thank you yes but it was um one of those weird kind of it's like when i was looking for a house there's some houses you walk in and there's a vibe to them and i feel like art and maybe because i just do a lot of antiquing and vintage shopping that you kind of start having those vibes of certain objects that you want to stay away from vaulted ceilings that's creepy oh yes oh yeah certain ceilings are too creepy but it's like when i went into that antique shop and i saw those glass clowns i mean i didn't feel anything evil or anything like that or they were just creepy in the sense that i didn't like the look of them it's and creepy I, to me because i'm like well, why who the hell likes clowns this much that they're like a glass kind of i mean i can i can understand people who collect like glass kittens glass dogs glass you know farm animals and such and whatever blah 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 but you know you say like get to the point where it's like oh glass clowns glass mimes glass this and that it's like well i think it's because with glass you can tell it's 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 an art form that you can't really capture a real face or a real movement with in a certain sense like uh, unlike paintings and i think that's why paintings are a little bit more creepy because you could really capture emotion so when I see like a, a glass uh, figure of a clown and it's just the weird paint of face and all that, it's like, okay, you're just weird, creepy, kind of, you know, don't really want to deal with you, look at you. With paintings, I kind of get to the point where I'm like, I can't even be in the same room with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, so, okay, so 30,000 people visited the site and was it sold? It was sold eventually for, I believe it was like $1,025 or something like that to... Uh... Actually, I forgot to write down who actually bought it. But... It's probably better not keep the privacy. <laughs> yeah. There were other things about this painting that people were saying. It's like some claimed that, and most of this happened at night, too. I mean, that's usually when this kind of stuff happens, obviously. You know, when it comes to haunted paintings, haunted photos, things like that. Like, it's always like a nighttime occurrence. Some claimed and when they looked at the painting, they could see that the doll and the boy would either move or transform, you know, like distort and things like that in the painting. There was another story that I that I looked at where it said that looked as though the 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 doll in the painting had a gun pointing at the 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 boy as if there she was trying to get him 
out of the force him out of the painting or something or out of the picture or something that one was like okay that's it's a little weird that's more like little... <laughs> just thinking like no like, no like, like listen this this painting ain't big enough for the two of us <laughs> yes i was just thinking, that's exactly what i was thinking uh, so that one was a little bit well you know like i said grain of salt did i paint five bullets in this gun or six bullets are you feeling lucky do you? <laughs> Punk. Oh, this pain's going to haunt me now. Get off my lawn. <laughs> so that was The Hands Resist Him. It was a short but sweet. It's creepy, it's yeah. It's very creepy. So the next one I have, Leslie could not handle this one any more than the first one. No. As far as if having it on her phone. If it's um, the one I'm thinking about, I didn't even want to look up the picture. <laughs> It is. It's it's an unsettling picture, to be to be honest. It, the painting is called the Anguished Man. Now, for those of you who don't know what this one looks like, it's basically a oil painting of like this humanoid figure that looks like it's. It, it basically looks like a like a skinned human, like screaming, like it's just red, and it's done by the artist of unknown. The tale goes that, well, first, a little little side note on this, that this is actually one of, known to be one of the most haunted objects in the world alongside the Annabelle doll and the Dybbuk box. Shout out to the Dybbuk box, one of my <laughs> other stories. Woohoo! Considered one of the most haunted objects be, be alongside those two other ones. So, again, artist is unknown. Tale goes that the artist was known to have mixed his own blood in with his paint when he was making this painting. So, you know, whenever anybody sits there and says, like, you know, how much of my blood, sweat, and tears went into this work, he actually could say, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no false advertising there. Exactly. So shortly after his work was finally completed, the artist committed suicide. That's the tale. Now, currently... The painting is owned by Sean Robinson from Cumbria, England, who inherited the painting from his grandmother, who warned him that the painting was cursed. And you know what? Yeah. And you know what? Just listen to to you might think they're a little bit senile. They're older. They're getting older. But, you know, maybe grandma knows what she's talking about. Maybe. You know, she can't eat solid beef anymore. But, you know, you pay attention to that lady when she talks to you. (laughs) So the painting was kept in the basement of Sean Robinson's house because, of all reasons, his wife didn't like it. Surprise, surprise. So, like, picture of a skinned person, of course. So, like, yeah, let's hang that up in the study. Yeah, right. Let's, let's, every, let's let everybody take a look at it. It'll be one of our walking points when you, we're, like, showing people through the house. You know what? You could just go ahead and put that in your man cave, okay? It's not going in my she shed. What you, you what you don't think Chris would put a picture of a skinned person in his man cave? My luck, he probably would. He'd be like, you know, it goes it great right there. And he would use it as a talking point. <laughs> he really would. You know, that's supposed to be haunted. He, he's like, you know how much I paid for that? <laughs> he does. Do it. He does not do that all the time. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, his wife didn't like the painting. So in 2010, he finally had to remove it from the basement after a flooding uh, and decided to keep it in one of their one of the bedrooms in the house. Now, since that time, the Robin 
uh, Sean Robinson and his family began experiencing strange activities around the house, such as seeing sh a shadowy figure of a man or the sounds of whispering or crying. Yeah, so, and I gotta say this too, why this whispering. is... Oh, I gotta say this, why this is one that's really creepy and I know about it, is because it was on Nuke's top five. Because the guy started putting a camera in front of the painting. Mm -hmm. So other incidents that occurred weeks later haunted each member of the family. At night, Robinson, Robinson, Sean Robinson, would wake to see a dark, faceless figure standing in his bedroom. And his wife discovered a stranger lying on the bed next to her, leaving her traumatized. I would be, I would be like, get rid of that pain in. It finally became very dangerous for the family when the couple's son, Keenan, felt a presence push him down the stairs. Now, in 2011, and this gets to kind of what you were mentioning a second ago, Robinson uploaded a video on YouTube titled, Ghost Activity Caught on Tape, Haunted Painting, The Anguished Man. And if anybody wants, maybe we can put a, a link to the YouTube thing or something i don't know if we're allowed to do that or not but i don't know i'll see if the i, I honestly kind of like the nukes one because he kind of time compresses it but mm -hmm. i'm sure you can find it out there because i know nukes has he he did the the painting i think twice like one mm -hmm. of like he did like i think a favorite episode or something where um because there's a couple that he will revisit yeah so if we are if we're not able to put the link on our instagram page then just you know just look up anguished man on youtube and i'm sure you'd probably find all kinds of stuff on it or do nukes top five yeah i love nukes top five because here's what i love about him he okay in all the years i've been watching him there's only once that he accident like i don't think it was an accident it was a jump scare but it was because he was doing the annabelle uh doll and they were talking about the Annabelle oh, Museum or something. One, is that the one where the doll, where they showed the doll turn its head or something? Yeah. Or no, no, that was another was one. Like... Oh, man. I'm telling you, if you've never seen Nukes Top 5, like, even my husband, who people know he's a skeptic, he doesn't really like that stuff. Every week he'll be like, is there a new Nukes Top 5? And we'll sit down and we'll have dinner and that's what we'll watch. Okay. It's only, some of them are only like 15, 20 yeah. minutes long. But oh, so yeah, enjoyable. Skeptic, skeptic or not, it's fun to watch either way. Oh, but yeah, I, there was a paranormal channel and I watched it. I forgot. I feel awful because I forgot their name, but it was called like Team G Paranormal or something like that. And they were on their patio and they were talking to different dolls that are haunted and they were basically like recorded. And like, it was a mom and her daughter who was, you know, a grown daughter and her husband. And they had like three or four dolls. And they were sitting there talking just about anything. And they were talking, a woman started talking about like, oh, you know, when I start moving from this place and this big doll, I probably like a three foot doll standing there, the head turns. It was like, it's very subtle, but you see it turn and it's so creepy. And, I would have been like, oh, did anybody else see that? Oh, that's what she said. She's like, that doll just turned its I, head and they got no, it on I two know. cameras. I know. I'm, t I'm saying that if I, I was the one saying, did anybody else see that? They say no, I was like, hold on, give me just a second. Where's my lighter at? <laughs> but no, so he he did do the English man, and because sometimes he'll time edit, like he'll say, you know, edited for time. So all, all you're seeing is like exactly what you want to see. So you're not sitting there playing like what Chris calls, you know, where's the ghost Wad Waldo Waldo. <laughs> yeah, that's this one. This one's kind of the same thing. The, the recordings that this that uh, Robinson uploaded. They were they they recorded about eight hours. Yeah. 
because the first one he uploaded was was recorded eight hours in the bedroom the painting is in but it you know condensed down to like i think like five minutes or three yeah it's like five or, or ten minutes like this is the first video that he put it contained footage of a door closing by itself yep and loud bangs and scraping sounds that you could hear in the video also there uh other videos that he uploaded after that uh, show further activity, including distorted sounds and a mysterious ghostly figure that runs past the cameras. Really creepy. Like when, even when you watch it, if it's the same video I'm thinking of. You know, the creepiest thing in the world is when that, when I, when I heard that painting singing, you know, uh, a Backstreet Boys song. It was crazy. <laughs> Scariest thing in the world. You know, it was like, Wait, are you being serious? It was dark, and you could see the painting, and there was nothing else was moving around. It was quiet. Then all of a sudden, you, you started hearing, "You are my fire, the one desire." Wait, 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 wait! Now you're just you're you're making fun of me, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just messing with you now. Because now I'm all like, wait, there's a painting with a backstreet boy. <laughs> I wonder how wonder how long I would have gone and like you need to check this video out, Leslie, and you'd be like, hold on, how many? I was more worried about copyrighted. I was all like, ah, stop saying it. You have a voice of an angel, but stop saying it. I know, I'm amazing. <laughs> okay, so the English man, like, so he recorded, he recorded a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, those are like multiple ones that he uploaded. That's that like that and the um there's another pain and I can't remember what it's uh called but there's another pain that's supposedly cursed too and I have to look it up but its curse is that everywhere it hangs it catches fire and the only thing that survives is the pain in. Oh yeah, the it's a uh, the crying boy. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. another one I was looking at today. I was like, oh, do I want to do that one? And I was like, ooh, the anguished man looks like a skinned person. I think I'm gonna go with that one instead. Well, that one you can watch on Nuke's Five, and he's also on Instagram. We we love Nuke. Shout yeah. out to Nuke. We love you, buddy. Seriously, we like your work. Nuke's yeah. the only thing with Nuke's that's funny is he has like three catchphrases, and it's really funny to pick which one he's going to. He's like, now watch now something truly bizarre or truly terrifying, and like Chris and I will be saying, like, did you see it? And then we're, and like Chris and I will always have to yell at the TV, like, no, show it again. <laughs> Rewind. And then uh, next they'll capture something. And I'm all like, truly bizarre, truly bizarre, truly terrifying. And Chris is like, oh, so close, honey. <laughs> like he, he even makes fun of himself. He just put a meme up that he kind of kids with himself about it. So Now, is that the one that he was at the cemetery and he shot the little, the little shadowy figure in the crypt? Or is that another guy? That's Franco. But Nukes has featured his videos. And Franco TV, um, yeah, that was the first one I've ever seen of his that has like this weird dark shape come out of like a crypt. And then like go back in and he runs to the crypt and there was no one there. And he keeps hearing a weird like um, music box. And Franco has actually ca captured some other stuff. And some people say, well, no, there's a second person there or some, or, you know, it's a hoax, which I could totally get. I mean, you, you got to be kind of skeptical with a lot of this stuff. But there are a couple videos where he's just like, oh, here's a house that's totally locked up. Like he actually just did um, the one in Utah, I can't think of, where the family was killed and um, people are still putting stuffed animals because it was, it was kids who were murdered and he was backing away and 
there's reports. It's the one, I think it's the Watt family. And it's the one that Netflix just did the um, show on where they were using all CCTV and captured um, film from cameras, from police cameras. Uh-huh. And Nuke had done a story on them because they were, there was a w- older woman with a canine and they were going through the house and it was one, another woman and the detective um, she, she was a, de- she's a detective and she was wearing the body cam and they were going in a closet and you hear a giggle and the older woman with the dog w- came out and said, why don't you go in and see if there's something, maybe it's a toy. And, and so the detective goes, goes in, steps around, but there's nothing on the floor that made this like giggle. Like it's really creepy to watch. So he went to the, the house just because he was in the area and he put like a stuffed animal there because it, like people have been putting a little shrine there. And he was like, okay, here's like the house. So, you know, no one can be in there because it would be illegal and, you know, it's locked up. So there's no one, no way he can have someone go in there. But it does look like he captures some weird, like, thermal energy, like someone standing at the window. It's really kind of creepy when you look at it. I'll be pouring, pouring salt on the window sills and like. It's, it's creepy, but yeah, no, Nuke's Top 5, if you like watching that stuff, I, I usually will watch the new ones each week, and then sometimes, like, I will, because I'll forget about them, I'll go back to, like, three years ago and watch videos, or if um, he shows a lot of the same YouTuber, I will go to their website, that's how I found, um, ooh, a new one, I forgot what their name is, but they went to this, like, museum of the Titanic, and they capture some really creepy stuff. So, check out Nuke's Top 5. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that is my my stories. I had the uh, Hands Resist Him and Anguished Man. That's so uh, cool. Oh, man. So, I um, I like a good, a good story where it has, like, a backstory to it. And those ones are just so interesting because, you know, could have been something with a little bit of hype. It could have, but it is interesting that people have so many different experiences and that English man, he's recorded the experiences too. That's what's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, so is it my turn? That is your turn. Okay, well, this one I'm entitling Old Man with the Axe. And the reason why is this story's been going around probably since about 2014 when it surfaced when it surfaced on the internet. Some people have known this story. Uh, I know, like my favorite murder had talked about this story not because it was a murder, but because I forgot how they started talking about it. Maybe they were doing like a creepy stories. It's basically the old man with an axe in a photograph, and I'll get to it. But the story has all the hallmarks of an urban legend. And so it's kind of one of these things where we're actually kind of seeing the urban legend, you know, come to life. And what I mean by that is it's the person who told it, it was told by a friend. So it didn't happen to the person who told it, but to someone else. It's short and creepy and even has a photo with it. And at the end, there's a lot of theories. Some people think it's a real person. Some people think it's a ghost. So Some people think it's four ducks in a man costume. <laughs> exactly. So here's the story, and then we'll talk about it. In an unnamed dockyard, a ship, unnamed, was being scrapped and thus went into dry dock. For those of you who do not know what dry dock is, it's where a ship is out of the water, usually on blocks, which allows it to be cleaned, repaired, or in this case, broken down. The military frigate was dry docked and the crew left, so no one was supposed to be on it, and no one, it was basically almost abandoned. 
One day, after the sensitive material off the military was removed, the dock manager was asked to take pictures of the ship and the work areas. The dock manager, who in this story is called John, takes hundreds of rolls of film throughout the ship. He would later say he saw nothing of interest and felt nothing out of place. Once he was done, John uploaded his pictures and sent them to his boss. Job done, he was surprised to hear back from his boss with an unusual question. John's boss wanted to know who was the old man with an axe in one of the photos he took. When John looked at the photo, sure enough, one photo showed a darkened hallway, a shadowy figure of a man hunched over, peering around the corner, with what appears to be an axe in his hands, or in his hand, looking directly at the camera and at John. Since this was a military frigate, the police were called. After searching, there was no sign of the old man, and strangely enough, the only way on and off was the gangplank from the ship to the dock that had a CCT coverage and showed no one leaving the ship within the time. The story came out when John showed his friend, who then uploaded the picture to the image sharing site, I might pronounce this wrong, Imgur, I-M-G-U-R, I believe uh, sometime in 2014, under the username of Steph Goldhound, S-T-E-V-G-O-L-D-H-O-U-N-D, if I pronounce that right asking for users' help to lighten up the photo. Once it was uh, lightened up, a figure can be seen much clearly. However, not as clear as one would like, because you can't really see the, f like the features in the, in the face, like eyes and stuff, but it was enough to distinguish the man was holding what looked like to be an axe, wearing a dark blue-black jacket with dark pants. The story has been told and shared from podcasts to newspapers, such as the Mirror and the Metro in the UK, and Reddit users study the picture given their theories. The story came out uh, basically of the picture, and again, it's going to be on Instagram, of the man, and I showed you both, Jay. I showed you the one where it was just a shadow, and you don't see anything, really. It's just like a dark hallway, and it was really hard to see, huh? Yeah. And then when some, a user had lighted up, sure enough, it looks like a man you know, hunched over looking at the camera with an axe in his hand, like a little, not a big lumberjack axe, probably more like a hand axe. Really, like, feel the duck energy. <laughs> I don't think it's four ducks in their man costume. But what do you think, like, can you, well, how would you feel that you were on the ship taking all these pictures and then later someone said, hey, who's that guy in the picture? I would be like, I don't know. How about we just never discuss it ever again and drop the whole thing? I would be like, I, I guess it's good that he called the police because I don't think I would go there alone again. Oh, no. I'd be like, hey, we can't break this boat down fast enough. <laughs> right. A lot of people have different theories. So one theory is, is it a ghost? I mean, it's really hard to see the, the features. John didn't see it. According to him, John didn't see it when he took the flash, uh, the photo with the flash, and he didn't see anything like that or hear anything like that when he was going around on the ship taking all these pictures. And again, we have the CCT camera. Supposedly, that's the only way on and off, and no one exited or entering when the police came. Um, some people think maybe it was a real person. It's a vagabond. They know it's dry dock. They know it's a safe, dry place. They someone snuck in. They heard John walking around. Thought maybe this guy was, you know, going to take his spot and just was preparing in case John did something. And John got lucky. Nothing happened. 
But wouldn't that mean like the guy he would have clearly seen the guy when he was taking the picture though? But see, remember the picture, and I'll I'll see if I can download both pictures from from the site and the one that's the you know with the light. Um, because the first one you don't see it. Like I had to like zoom in to see like this hunch over little like it almost looked like a little gremlin kind of thing in the in the photo because it was all dark. No, you couldn't see anything. But um. The last theory, some people think it's, of course, a hoax, and it was all staged, that there is no John, that this guy, you know, basically put it out there. But I don't know if I really, I mean, I guess it could happen, but this guy didn't, like, follow up where, like, okay, now we went back, and here's the other photos we got of this guy. It's literally the only photo, and then the, he had, when I go on the account, he even talks about... Um, I was looking at the old comments, and some people uh, had said, "Oh, you know, this is fake." And and he said, "Oh, some people say that they don't still don't believe me, but uh, here's like the ship that is it's basically being scrapped, and he has some pictures of a ship being you know torn apart. But you know, again, it doesn't seem like he's trying to make people believe with other stuff. He's just like, yeah, here's a ship, guys. I I." Not that he doesn't care, but he just doesn't seem like he's pushing it so hard. Where other people, when they really kind of want to tell their story, kind of like we were talking about that Dear Dan earlier, or Dear David, I'm sorry. And it was like, it's it's like a every week there's a new story or there's every, you know, month. Some places I do believe that, okay, yeah, your place is haunted and that's so creepy. And other things I'm like, this is kind of weird that it happens like every single hour for you guys. But again, I don't know. And I know, I mean, everyone, you have your own opinion, hoax, not hoax. But we all can agree, even if it's fake, that picture is creepy. It is. And it's kind of becoming my new favorite, like, urban legend. Because when I hear it and someone says, well, yeah, you've seen that picture with the guy in an axe on the on the Navy ship, right? And it's like, oh, no. And see, it's already changed. People are saying it's a Navy ship. So, yeah, of course, I think, oh, it's a U.S. ship. But it's kind of weird that it was picked up in England. So, I mean, since the guy didn't want to name the ship or where it was docked, which I, I, I grant it's suspicious, but it also leaves it up to, as any good, good urban legend, leaves it up to the imagination that it could be that it could be that dry dock Navy yard, you know, in San Francisco near us, you know. So it, you get that personal value that it's around you. You know, it's kind of funny that, that there's only one thing that's as creepy, in my opinion anyways, as creepy as little kid ghosts, old people ghosts. Well, and we've talked about this before. So if this was a ghost, yeah, it's it's kind of creepy because he does kind of look like the, you can't really tell the clothes, like what year the clothes are. But when I was reading some of the Reddit users, they do think it looks like a pea coat. Um, or it does look like a, a, like a sailor coat and especially like the pants look like a little, almost like the bell bottom kind of pants. But here's the thing. If it's a ghost, it's creepy because it's holding an axe. If it's a real person, it's creepy because it's a real person. Holding an axe. Holding an axe. And so it's one of these things where either way it's creepy because it's not like, okay, it's not a ghost. Good. It's not as creepy if it's just a guy uh, walking outside and that's why I'm hearing footsteps in the house and it's just an echo. Good, it's not as creepy. Uh, it's creepy when there I hear something in the attic and it's not ghosts or mice, but there's someone living in my attic. Like, that is what's creepy to me is when it's a real person. 
So old or young, you kids or old man, y'all are ke- creepy. Is that person in your attic making pigeon rats? <laughs> but yeah, mine was really short this week, but I recently had just was talking to someone about that. And they had asked me if they ever, if I've ever seen that photo. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty, it's getting pretty famous. And they were telling me, um, cause it was at work and I said, yeah, it's getting pretty famous. And they just heard it on my favorite murder. And, uh, I guess they did it like way back on like episode 59 or 60, like one of their early episodes. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I remember hearing it. And I was trying to remember where I heard it from and I couldn't. It was one of those like, oh yeah, it's been around forever. And then it was like, no, it's been around since 2014. I'm like, oh gosh, it just seems like it's been around forever. <laughs> like any good urban legend. 2014 does feel like a long ways ago. Yeah, right. But that's my story. Good story. Honestly, it was, it, honestly it was just a, um, a, a reason to show the photo because that photo is so creepy. It's so good. Even if it's fake, man, he did it really well. Like I, that is it's just a guy full of ducks. Well, they actually, there was a Reddit user who was talking about, or there was a couple who had a conversation where they thought it was like a CPR kind of dummy or like a lifeboat dummy, I guess they have, for training on Navy ships. Does he mean that it's possibly a test dummy walking around with an axe on the boat? Or someone said up like, okay, so you guys got to understand if it was against a wall or sitting in a chair, I would totally be like, yeah, I could just be a dummy. But it's set up and you don't see any strings. It's set up like the guy is hunched over, like he's face, imagine how you're sitting right now or standing and you're facing straight. Now hunch over like you're going to go tie your shoes. That's what like this guy kind of looks like. But he's not, like, on, his knees aren't on the ground and stuff. So there's no, like, balance. It's literally, like, somewhat squatting. So yeah, I don't like see how you would get, like, a dummy to be like that without it being propped up on something or seeing strings. I'm just imagining, like, a man-sized marionette puppet walking around by itself, holding an axe, singing, I have no strings to hold me down. Ooh, or, like, the Twilight episode with the mannequins. Oh, yeah. That was creepy. That's a good more like episode. That, more like that scene from the new Ghost, but the the newest Ghostbuster movie that they did, where they the the, the, the never, one lady walked into the room full of man. She's like, "Nope, stuff of nightmares. I'm gonna keep moving." <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. Not that great a movie, honestly, but some parts were were kind of funny, and that was one of them. Because I'd be like, I would feel the same way. Room full of mannequins. Yes, stuff of nightmares. I'm going to move away from this room. <laughs> well, okay, so should we do our legendary listener shout-out? Let's do it. Okay, so this was kind of funny. I, I know a couple episodes ago we were kind of talking about Hallmark and moving to Vermont and, you know, or Hallmark movies being in Vermont. Well, I think that I think the Hallmark movie production company is actually in Vermont. I do think so, too. Or they live in, like, some kind of an alternate universe where everything is in Vermont. Well, including our new listeners from Burlington, Vermont. Thank you so much for listening. It was really funny that you guys popped up. Welcome to the podcast. And shout out to you guys. And Hallmark. (laughs) But thank you for so much for listening. We appreciate everyone who downloads, shares, comments, you know. It all helps, and we really thank you. We, we do this as a hobby, as two friends who want to kind of stay in touch, and even more so now with 2020 and the pandemic. But uh, 
we really hope that we've made your day a little bit brighter, maybe even a little bit creepier. Especially creepier. Right? Okay, well, Jade, take us home. This has been another exciting and successful episode of Legends of the Dark. My name is Jay. And I am Leslie. Your purveyors of the paranormal and your curators of the creepy, we bid you a good night. Good night.